Today's podcast is brought to you by Winsight Grocery Business, the premier source of information, inspiration, and ideation for retail decision makers. Proudly serving as the fastest growing food retail media in the nation. Hi, I'm Meg Major. Welcome to 10 Items or Less. My guest is Brian Crane, Global Head of Partnership Development for Presima. Welcome, Brian. Thank you. Nice to be here. So let's begin our segment with the concept of price optimization, which has been obviously around for more than a decade. So what's different in this era? Yes, about a decade ago when the concept was formed, retailers actually had no idea what that was. So the first thing that's actually evolved over the last 10 years is the adoption and the understanding of it. So before it was about retailers understanding it and actually taking a risk. Now they understand it and it's actually executed a little bit differently, but the the trust level there of price optimization is is much higher. Um, That's the first main thing. I would say secondly, um, over time, as we've seen the focus on customers and personalization increase uh, in grocery, uh, retailers from a price optimization perspective are going much more for what's best for the customer, not as much for let's just increase gross margin, optimizing for not hurting the customer too bad. So definitely prices I, I feel are uh, being optimized more for let's let's do what's good for the customer while mm-hmm. also maintaining our, our margins. Back to the price optimization broad topic, it's often viewed as tactical rather than, rather than strategic. Is that a fair assessment? It, it starts that way. And some of our conversations start that way. If you think about pricing in a grocery concept, there's 40,000 SKUs, um, either online or offline. There's hundreds of stores. There's price elasticities that are different everywhere. Uh, My Starbucks this morning was $4 versus back home, it's $2. So there's obviously some, you know, a lot of different data points that people mm-hmm. have taken into consideration. So tactically, you need something that is going to help price all of those items and products. So tactically, is it's absolutely it's necessary to get all of that data and spit something out. But actually, in, I would say more so in the last four or five years, it's becoming much more strategic. Uh, retailers are trying to compete offline and online. So definitely what's going on with Amazon and all the big platform players. Um, In addition to that, uh, you are seeing that um, pricing is becoming more of an asset and more of a strategic lever. So retailers are starting to say, I need to invest in pricing. I don't know where. How do I do this across all my store, not just for certain categories? And they're saying this can be a strategic lever for gaining quick competitive moves Mm -hmm. against some of the smaller players like Lidl or or Aldi Mm -hmm. that that everybody's seen. Or I want to focus on these customers. I want to do some personal pricing and strategically go after these customers. So it starts off as a tactical conversation, Mm -hmm. but then as the confidence uh, and senior leadership kind of gets clued into the capabilities, it becomes much, much more strategic. So how has price optimization technology changed in your view with the rapid growth of e-commerce, which is obviously right at uh, you know the, right. the crossroads of what everybody's speaking about here. Yeah, sure. So it, it used to be price optimization just for the stores, and then when online started coming on, 
oh gosh, what do we do about online? Is it the same price? Is it a different price? How do we do that? So uh, two things are going on. Number one, a grocer needs to understand, okay, what do I price my online items versus my in-store items at? Because in stores, if you have hundreds and hundreds of stores, you're actually pricing different zones differently, different states differently, airports differently versus suburbs differently. So it's a very complex uh, problem that you can solve with price optimization as long as you understand kind of the, the price image of different items for different areas. So um, with online coming more and more and more of a focus um, and data actually becoming so um, increasingly available, everybody knows what is a price of this item versus this item versus this item. So it's, it's quite the dance to get online pricing um, in relationship with offline pricing so you don't anger the customer and so you're actually very competitive with your, your competition. So it's, it's quite the dance, um, but it's definitely uh, something that we're seeing at a lot of our, our customers now where they're actually having a conversation about, okay, how do we do this intelligently? Not just matching online to offline, which is actually an imp impossible thing to do. Moving on to the next big hot button, AI. Yeah. So how has AI impacted price optimization and similar technologies? So AI has become quite, quite the buzzword. <clears throat> and I would say people in this business actually um, think it's new, but it's really not. Um, you know, companies like us, we, we've been doing AI for 10 years. And so uh, what we're seeing with a little bit more advanced technologies in terms of processing just massive, much more data than we used to be able to, is our forecasts are getting a little bit more accurate. Our models are able to learn quarter after quarter or week after week or day after day in terms of being, becoming more accurate uh, in terms of forecasting. So then when uh, executives say, hey, we need to become more competitive, what's the financial impact across the stores? You know, our forecasts are, are extremely accurate now with the advancement of AI. So it's definitely um, allowing more accuracy in, in, the, uh, in the industry. What kinds of benefits are Presuma's clients seeing from the deployment of price optimization solutions? So it used to be um, more of a category by category deployment. And that uh, really limited the financial benefit of uh, our customers. And so Presuma has gone much more to a total store optimization. So what that means is, um, number one, you don't have to implement uh, over six month period of time, you can actually implement all at once. And number two, you can understand the impact of price moves across the whole store at once instead of um, just category by category by category. So this holistic picture is enabling our customers to say, um, okay, what's the impact of a total store price move against our competition or to increase gross margin? Um, and that, that is a very different conversation than category by category. So the first thing that our, our customers are seeing is, is that, is the understanding of a total store price Pricing, uh, pricing moves. Um, secondly, we are seeing two to four percent growth in the financial metrics, wow. whether it be increase in sales, increase in gross margin. Uh, those are the typical ones, of course, but and it kind of depends on what the strategy is um, of our customers. But we're seeing that pretty heavily, and that's while maintaining a competitive price index at pretty pretty flat. Or strategically, some of our customers want to become more competitive against, like I said, some of the. Uh, some of the fast-growing uh, retailers out there. And so we're seeing um, competitive price imp improvements with no hit to gross margin, which is definitely um, a, a hard trick to, to, to solve for, but we're seeing that as well. 
Have you got any key takeaways that you've observed at grocery shops so far? Yeah, it's definitely a focus on personalization and yes. AI. And I, what I'd say is the future of price optimization is not just going total store as opposed mm -hmm. to category by category, but it's also actually personalized pricing. Right. So people talk about personalized promotions, personalized right. offers, but actually personalized pricing is absolutely possible in this day and age. And I think, of course, you can't do that in a can brick you, and mortar. Can you elaborate a little bit in terms sure. of what personalized pricing looks like in reality? Absolutely, absolutely. So you can't do that at a, at a brick and mortar store, of course. That's, right. you, know, you can't change shelf prices per customer. But online, you absolutely can do that. So it's not just about giving one promotional offer that applies to me in terms of the item or the level or the channel that I want, but it's actually, you can, with my data and my behavior, you can actually change all prices based on who I am compared to who you are mm -hmm. and, com and compared to somebody else. So prices, sure. as consumers are, get more and more uh, adoptive of price changes and, and getting all the data from other, other retailers to see what, what's going on with competition, they're getting a, a little less strict about uh, changes of prices. And so personalized pricing at, at, at across all items that I care about uh, absolutely is something that we're doing It's now. amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Brian, thank you. That concludes our segment of 10 Items or Less Thanks with Brian me. Crane of Bressema. Thank you very much. Thank you. Stay tuned for our next segment.